All right. Are you ready to go, sir? Ready to go. I like it. We are uh, brothers on the phone just talking movies. And this is another edition of our podcast. And this is the Happy Holiday podcast. So happy holidays, brother. Happy holidays to you, too. Well, uh, this has been a long time coming. We thought about this. Uh, we had some kind of excitement about it, but but kind of tempered maybe a little bit. Because then the holidays came and they took over. That's what happened. And <laughs> But this is good because it gave me an opportunity to watch a bunch of holiday films. So now that they've passed, I can reflect a little bit. And think about some of these films that I really like. And then there's a couple that eh, that I question. Um, now, I guess right off the top, it's funny for us because we're, we were raised Jewish. So us watching films about Christmas is kind of funny. <clears throat> but we can still appreciate them, especially if it's a good movie. Oh, certainly, yes. I mean, we, we grew up with it. You couldn't help but uh, be in that environment and... And that's what it was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how you did this, but I I had to have some sort of a, I don't know why I had to have a criteria for this, but like my reasoning for certain movies that I selected, some are ones that were like a favorite of when I was a kid. Um, I mean, I don't, it's, it's hard because there's so many of them. Well, yeah, that's the thing. There's, it seems like a billion holiday films, and it is kind of our perspective on it is unique because we were raised differently. But once again, I looked forward to seeing a lot of these films, even though they were about Christmas. My daughter, your niece, said to me, "Dad, are there any Hanukkah movies?" And I said, "No, I don't think so," (laughs) and I don't know how interesting they'd be. Um, But no, that kind of goes that kind of goes along with the plethora of Hanukkah songs. Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, But, you know, it is I think what's so funny is that when you when you think about like uh, Passover and Easter, it was always Ten Commandments. That was the only thing that was on. And it was on right around (laughs) Passover, Easter time. It wasn't like there was 50,000 films. So during the holidays, there's, you know, every radio station or on the radio dial, there's 10 radio stations playing Christmas music. And then on TV, there's the Hallmark Channel and then the Holiday Channel. So we're inundated with holiday films everywhere. So uh, if you had to pick, what would be, what would be, do you have a go-to favorite film that's a holiday film that you watch yeah, every year yeah, that you don't I, mind I do. watching? Yeah, I would, I would, I would say so. Um, there, there's a couple that I really like. I'll, I'll start off with uh, one, and I guess it kind of, it really is more Thanksgiving, but it does lead into Christmas. And Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is just really a, a, such a fun holiday film. And you've got two comedy giants at their best, just John Candy and Steve Martin, who are really good together. Uh, and they play off each other really well. It's, it's one of those partnerships you wish you could see more of. And the movie is just very, very funny. But it's also heartwarming and touching, too, at times. I mean, you really feel for John Candy's character when you really learn about him and what, you know, his, his wife is no longer there. And, Del and Griffin. He, yeah, exactly. Shower curtain ring salesman. And, That's right. <laughs> um, and the journey that they take is, is very funny. But like I said, touching and heartwarming. And it takes place during the holidays. 
And every time I see it, I go, gosh, I forget how funny this movie was and, and just how much I really enjoyed it. And I've always liked it. So to me, that's really, that's one of my go-to holiday films. And honestly, I don't feel like I see it enough, which is a good thing. It doesn't get clobbered with repeat viewings. So that's probably one of the reasons why I like it so much. It's a great holiday film. And, you know, they don't make movies like that very much anymore. The John Hughes film. Uh, I mean, obviously Home Alone, they run a lot. And that's probably one of the biggest commercial yeah, successful films that uh, you've have it. You've seen it, right? Uh, in your oh, house. Uh, uh, yeah. Is <laughs> is it the one where he's left home alone? <laughs> it's by his parents. And yeah, uh, who my kids like constantly say, "Would that ever happen to us?" I'm like, "No, we wouldn't." Trust me. But um, but yeah, it, 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 and it's a great holiday film. It is. I can't I can't take it away from that movie. It's a great one. It might be my favorite John Candy film, that and Uncle Bob. We're not keeping you up, are we? Are we keeping you up? We can, we can... <laughs> I didn't have my late day coffee. Yeah, so these, these yeah, are brothers. Te- brothers on the phone talking movies. Or brothers on the phone tease each other too. So just that's part of this whole. That's thing. it. That's it. No, I like that. I like that choice. That's a really good. I didn't even think of that. That wasn't even on my list. I guess because I think more of Christmas, but it's. It's just a, it's a great. It is. It's a holiday cool movie. Film. It's Thanksgiving. It's it's leads into Christmas. So that's the, I'm gonna go with that. So what do you got? Well, I mean, it's a film that I really don't see enough nowadays, and I really like. It. I think it's maybe one of the best all around films. I know people would take issue with me that have seen it and are sick of it, but then there's plenty of people that I found that haven't seen. It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart. Mm. I think it's a great film to see. I know it's a little somber at times and it's serious. But I think that's one of the reasons why it does hold up, because it's kind of a story about a guy that just basically gets discouraged. He he loses hope and he just doesn't have the kind of life that he that he thought he would have. I don't want to give a whole a whole bunch of the plot away for people that have never seen it. And there are people and there are people that are in my age group. Uh, that's over 35 <clears throat> that, that have not seen this. <laughs> what are you laughing at? That haven't, haven't seen this film. I just think it's a great, it's a great heartwarming movie. It is funny at times. I wouldn't say that it's, I wouldn't put it as a comedy holiday film, but I certainly would put it um, as it has a lot of meaning to it. And it's, it's very, very relevant today about how lucky we are to be blessed with good friends and the friends that we have in our family and how, and how special we really are as, as, as a person and what we can, what our value is as a human being to what we mean to so many people. So anyhow, that is probably one of my favorites of all time. They ran it on one cable network and they ran it all day long. And I just loved it. Yeah, I've I've seen it. it. I've seen it a few times uh, cycle through during this holiday season. I, I I think I was saying to somebody the other day, there's only like a handful of old movies that seem to survive. Gone with the it's, Wind, yeah. The Wizard of Oz, you know, maybe it's, Casablanca, and then It's yeah. a Wonderful Life. Like, there's just a real. It when I say survive, I'm meaning that a large amount of the public have seen. It's no, true. I mean, there's... I like Miracle on 34th Street. That's they don't run that movie as much as they used to. I've noticed. No, probably because we have so many more holiday films, and the generations just begin to change, and they die out, and new people, and so it gets farther away. I mean, that film was made, you know, many years ago. So uh, there's just not as many people around that maybe are going to want to watch even a black and white film, 
let alone a m- movie that was more than 40 years ago, 50 years ago. No, I agree. Uh, it's but, a great movie. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. But here's a question for you. Jimmy Stewart's 38 years old, and they're, they're flashing back to when he was in high school with Donna Reed. And <laughs> I, I'm not saying he didn't look good for 38. He did, but you selling me, you selling me like I like this things that I can't, they can't sell me on. I'm with you there. Like I get, you're not going to get an argument out of me. I, he doesn't look like he's a teenager by any means. And I realized they did not have the <laughs> de-aging process that they do now <laughs> um, where you can, you know, de-age an actor, but, and he does look good. I, I'm, it still pulls it off. It's just, I laugh when I'm like, the guy was 38 and he's in high school, but whatever. Um, it is a great movie. It's uh, Frank Capra made a lot of movies with great messages, and obviously that one lives on more than anything. Most it does. And if it wasn't the holiday, and you know, if it wasn't for that film, how many people would even know who Jimmy Stewart is? How many people would see his name? How many people would know that actor? Right. And he's one of the greatest all-time actors. So uh, yeah, but that's that's the movie that I would say the adult part of me likes. Now I have it. I have another set of films that that i like but do you have a do you have a second favorite a third favorite or is there a, yeah is there i a... mean there, there there's there's a few that i and that that definitely makes it you know what movie is a fun holiday movie by the way and i i've i've seen it only i Die think Hard? this is my <laughs> people they love consider that, that a, it's, yeah it's, people do love that film i mean i don't know where you consider where that falls into it a holiday film. Well, it, it takes place during Christmas time. I know and it does. I, I know. So but does it have does to it... be? Does it have to be a comedy or a family drama to be a Christmas film? It can be a thriller. <laughs> and it's true, true. That's and, been pushing he, it for and, me a little bit, but yeah. And he kind of reconciles with his wife. So there's there's a heartwarming. I, I don't know. I I see it. It's it just you don't think of it because it bucks the trend a little bit. It's a little different, but yeah, it's considered one of the great holiday films. Um, maybe because it is different, but um, I, I, the the man who came to dinner is a fun film, and I saw it again on TCM. Uh, just I think I just watched it on the app like about a week ago, and I had seen it once before. I'd never seen it before, and it's a good movie. It's a fun holiday film. And I think they keep rediscovering a lot of these films, like Christmas in Connecticut. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. That's another fun holiday. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It's got some funny moments. It's got a good performance uh, from Barbara Stanwyck in a pretty light role. It Happened on 7th Avenue has suddenly become like a holiday favorite now. That's another fun one that's, you know, older from that period of It's a Wonderful Life. But The Man Who Came to Dinner is pretty funny. Um, It's got a really fun script. Uh, It was a play. And Monty Woolley was not really a very well-known actor, plays the lead character, and he's just great. And he's fantastic. He's hysterical. And, and Betty your girl Davis, in that. Yep, and she takes girl. a backseat role. She was at the height of her popularity and takes a very secondary role. And I like that Meant, about her. Meantime, meantime, she got top billing, though. Huh. Yeah, but she takes – but the role is very secondary. Well, you got to sell the picture. Come on. you got It's exactly. all about money. But she she takes this secondary role, lets him shine, and she's good in it. She is good. She plays the role well, uh, shows her range. She doesn't have to just chew scenery up and every time she's on. And I like the movie. I laughed out loud at a couple of things. I thought it was fun. Uh, 
there's a lot of goofy eccentric characters in there and it's pretty silly and the premise is pretty crazy and Monty Woolley's performance is worth it uh, alone. So that's kind of a newer one, or I should say a new old one that I've kind of discovered that I was never really exposed to because he never really saw it. And I kind of like that movie and it's fun. So I don't know if you've seen it, but I recommend it. It's fun to watch. I have, I have seen parts of it. it was, I can't really speak enough about it because I haven't seen it. And so that's kind of exciting to me to the same thing with you, a rediscover uh, an old sure. film that's kind of new. Um, you made me think of one that I didn't think of. It's in the category of the more recent type films mm-hmm. of the Fred Claus, the Jingle All the Way. Mm-hmm. These are just kind of silly, fun holiday movies. But if, if I may take us into the animated territory, I have to say that maybe my all-time two favorite animated classic films would be Santa Claus is Coming to Town. You better not pout. You better not cry. <laughs> I mean, to have Mickey Rooney in the title role as Chris Kringle. I mean, that's just, uh, that. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> to hear Mickey Rooney. And as a kid, I didn't, I don't think I knew it was Mickey Rooney. <laughs> but now, well, of course, not. it just makes me, it cracks me up now. That it's but the way, that's Rooney the one that Fred Astaire narrates, though, right? Yes, Astaire, that's yeah. the one that Fred Astaire, yeah, he's the male. Yeah, that's yeah, right. exactly. and it's that's right. really fun. And everybody kind of remembers it, but like sometimes they don't remember it until they see it. They go, oh, I love that film. It's such a great film. And then maybe a Frosty the Snowman, which oh. gets maybe like a, a second. But a film that I discovered more recently is Mickey's Christmas Carol. That is a really yeah. great film. The animation is excellent in it. My and kids love all that the- I can honestly say my kids watch it every yeah. year. They I really enjoy it. that. I mean, yeah, that's a that's a really neat one. I mean, I like that better than I, and I think that really holds up more than say Charlie Brown's Christmas, which is really fun, but it's a little. It, I don't know if it if if it dates quite as well. I mean, if it's very sentimental to you, then well, then that's really great. But I don't know. I kind of I kind of go more for uh, the Santa Claus film, and then. I mean, I do, I do kind of like uh, Bill Murray in Scrooge. That's a little different take on Scrooge, uh, which I think is kind of fun. The it way is they fun, and I thought he, he's he, very good in it. And as a TV exec, I, yeah, he's great. Yeah, in it. he's very sinister, and I, I do is, like that and movie. And, well. and I sometimes forget that, and I and I almost feel like they don't show that one enough. Uh, no, don't. I don't think they do show it. In fact, I was hoping that they would show that yeah. during this season, and they didn't. I didn't see Mickey's Christmas Carol. Maybe that was on Disney Channel. Then my other perennial favorite as a kid was Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I mean, yeah. just if I might say the voices in that. Oh, my God. I mean, yeah. It, it, yeah there's, I mean, Burl Ives, and, and then, of course, Paul Fries and Santa Claus is coming to town. I mean, they're just – it, it was great. Yeah, that stuff is really it. That Rankin and Bass stuff. It's a little weird to look at that kind of stop motion, but it, it is. And I, the younger generation really has a hard time with it. It's like it's like me trying to watch a Lego movie. I don't. It takes me. I don't get it. And where they watch that, and they're like, "What is this? This is weird." But it is kind of weird. But it almost kind of looks fun. like yeah. It almost it kind of looks like a something between like a weird video game and the Adobe animation that we see that's kind of quick that 
doesn't right. have as much. But I think the acting performances in those Rankin and Bass films were so good. The actors mm-hmm. were so great that right. it kind of makes up for a little bit of that odd-looking puppeteering, that Gumby sort of style. The uh, I like Muppet uh, Christmas Carol too. That's pretty Muppet good. Muppet Christmas I, Carol is a lot of fun. Yeah, it is, and that's, that's I think that movie has built up an even stronger following as time goes on, and it, it really is. They're very funny in it, the Muppets, and then Michael Caine plays it dead serious as Scrooge, and it's he's good in it, and that's that's a fun film. I I, I kind of forget, and then I watch, and I'm like, yeah, this is pretty good. This is. This is funny, and I enjoy it. Um, there's an I must say, you know, while I before I want to give up maybe one that I really like, one of the movies that I don't get and I don't understand, and it, it and I think when it was released, it was not successful, but it has now grown into a huge following, and people love it, and they name all these things after it, and the Polar Express is to me one of the worst Christmas films I've ever seen. Oh, Polar Express! Uh, well, I don't. And I and I and I and I and I said to myself, okay, maybe it is because, hey, I'm Jewish, uh, so there's things about the holiday and Santa and things that I don't necessarily appreciate. But I realized it's not a good movie. It isn't. It's slow. It's boring. It's very slow. Yeah, I, but I also it, think it, too, it's it's kind of interesting. It's a little different to look at. So maybe that's one of the reasons why people. I don't. I don't like the animation. Uh, it's there's there's a coldness to it and a stiffness. There's nothing. It, it lacks warmth and feeling. And and I would think in in a Christmas film that's something you'd really want. It it really lacks that warmth and feeling. The kid who's the main character, I don't. You don't really like him at the beginning, and then when he kind of comes around, you don't really like him. Uh, I, I felt like his character. I just didn't like that kid throughout the entire film. And uh, yeah, Tom Hanks, I guess, is fine. And some of the animation itself that isn't people related, all the other things, and is I guess pretty neat to look at. Uh, but I, I am dumbfounded by that movie. And once again, I'll, I'll reference my kids because they're they're a really great meter of things. They don't really like that film that much. They never ask to watch it. Uh, every time it's on, they're like, this is boring. And then they walk away. And I'm like, yep, I'm with you guys. <laughs> kids are so, so honest. I love that. They are. Well, what about – let's talk about just some favorites that maybe are overplayed like A Christmas Story and Elf. I mean, I certainly loved them. I remember seeing Elf in the theater, and I said, this is going to be a classic film. Someday it's going to be a classic film. And I don't even know if the reviews were great. I don't remember or if they were mixed. But I remember I just – I thought this is going to be a classic film. Will Ferrell. It is. It's my favorite film that he's ever done. He is amazing in it. James Kahn, of course, is in it. Mary Steenburgen. Ed Asner has one of my favorite lines of any movie. It's just, and it means nothing, buddy. You're the best little elf that any Santa could ever have. <laughs> I, just, I mean, that just that gets me every time. It is. It's, it's so silly. I don't know, bro. It's a great film. That's yeah, it is a great it's, holiday it's, film. Yes, they burn it out. I cannot argue that it's on way too much, but. If I just sit and watch, it's like Stairway to Heaven. It's I've heard it too many times, but when I sit and I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, it still is a great song. And now, Chris, a Christmas Story, I realize again, they play that all day on one of the cable yes. networks. 
and it becomes it, 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 it. But I look at it now; it's kind of a joke because depending on what time of day it is, you walk in and there he is with the lamp, or there he is with his tongue on the right. tree. And it's Darren McGavin who is the dad in it. He is so wonderful, and um, the uh, the mother, she is amazing. I mean. All of these, Melinda Dillon, the, yeah, 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 Melinda yeah. Dillon is so funny in that she cracks yeah. me up. And there, so there's this, these scenes are just uh indelible. And I didn't realize how, that Gene Shepard, who does the narration of the film, that he wrote it and it was based on his life. And yeah, so, it was one of his stories, how, yeah, it was, it was one, one of his, his stories, stories. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's it, and it makes sense because it's just so it comes out of him. It, it, that that narration so naturally and it's so believable. I really think that is one of the key elements of that film is that narration and yeah. realizing that the person's just a writer and the idea that that could really translate and make that movie and it totally does. His narration is so perfect and you're right. It it, it just flows out of him and he's so warm and engaging. And do you know who they and, were going to get to do that narration? And they decided not to. Morgan Freeman. That was their first choice to do the narration. I'm kidding. <laughs> because he narrates everything. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's the voice that we want to hear. But uh, um, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I really do think that is such a huge part of it. That narration really, really makes it. And it, it is, once yeah. again, it, that was a movie that wasn't successful upon release, and then it develops this following. And isn't it's that amazing? Huge. Like, what what were people thinking? Like, what did they expect? It was really quirky. Maybe that's what it was. That it just was. It broke the kind of tradition of what people thought Christmas movies. I mean, I look at the movie uh, White Christmas, and I think to myself, "Well, I I don't know. I don't really get it. I mean, Bing Crosby's a fine singer, but." I just don't get that movie. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a vehicle for that song. And that's really kind of it. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't really know. Uh, Holiday Inn is another one. Holiday you know, some Inn. of these are just kind of, they're sappy and they're, that's why it's neat discovering some of those other films I mentioned because these are these Christmas films. So they have these really interesting stories. Um, Fred Claus, I, there's another one that I think yeah, that's fun. is. Yeah, that's kind of fun. It's a little different than, than a typical fair. And he's great in it. Uh, 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 what's Christmas name? Vacation um, has, take, has gotten a new, has gotten uh, a brand new life. And it is, that my kids watch it. it. It's funny. It's funny. It's very funny. It's very funny, that movie. Yes. What's the rating on that? Is it PG-13? Or is that uh, R? I, I, I think feel it, like it's R. I feel like it's R. I think, it, I believe it is R. I think it is R. <laughs> it, well, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good cast, uh, of course. Yeah. I mean, Julie Louis Dreyfus is in it. Christopher Guest is in it. Obviously, Chevy Chase and everything. Yeah. But have you ever seen the shop around the corner? Which I have Stewart, seen that. Demar what a that's such a cute film. It that is. That is a real. It's a really neat film. If you're looking for something just a little different, and of course Jimmy Stewart. I mean, I just like there isn't anything that he does that I don't like. But that is kind of a that's a cool film. That's, yeah, I mean, once again, sometimes her a, voice, sometimes her voice is a little grating, a little irritating on me because it's so affected of that time. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a very it's a it's a really neat kind of story. So so it I'll, is. I'll, uh, and, and, and you can you know, you can see where you've got mail that it's all it all comes from that film. 
and it's a really sweet story. Yeah. It takes place during Christmas time, and yeah, it's it's neat and fun to discover some of these films that you haven't seen before, and and I think that's like the key for me because yeah, it's fun to watch Elf. It is, and and I it is a great movie. And if you asked me, if you put a gun to my head and said best holiday movie ever, I might say Elf. I might say it's the one that I I consistently laugh at and. It makes me get caught up in the spirit of the holiday. It does. It really does. It's very, it's very relatable, and and it's and it's and he just is so amazing in it. And it's a little romantic story that's that's happening there too. It's a kind of a a B story maybe, and friendship and my gosh, there's so much going on there. Now I found these movies, the Santa Claus movies with Tim Allen as Scott Calvin. I kind of got into those a little later. They had already been out before. And when I saw it, I thought, well, you know, this is really, this is kind of cute. It's silly. It's fun. It's really very, it's kind of updated. And I I thought, I think I liked the first and the second one. I think after that second one, oh, the, I think but, it was. the third one, it was, that's enough already. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was too the first much. Two, the first two were kind of cute. And and they're they're fun. And it's a kind of a fun story, how he becomes Santa Claus. It's, it's have you cool. have you now have you seen Bad Santa, which obviously really pushes the limits? Uh, I have seen Bad Santa again. I came to that late. That is hilarious. It's funny. Um, so yeah, if you're looking to have a little if the adults around and you want to watch something, little little eggnog, more nog than egg. Yeah, that, right. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. Oh no, trick. I've been yeah. I've been in front of the TV when that's been on, and the kids are like, "What's this?" I'm like, "You can't watch it." Give me the remote. Boop. Give me the remote. Uh, <laughs> that's a hand me the remote right away. You yeah. can't watch that fun. That's you know that's a good that's a that gets a, a nice honorable mention for something a little different. But now you make me want to immediately just find the man who came to dinner because it's a, an older one that I, I'm usually familiar with the older holiday films, but that one has got away from me. So I, yeah. I'm going to have to see I mean, that. It, it, it's very. It does feel like a play at times, but. He's very good. I mean, his name is great. Sheridan Whiteside. I mean, that's his name. And I love that name. And he's such a pompous, you know what? He really is. But he's very enjoyable to watch. And the dialogue is very snappy and funny. And there's some, like I said, good secondary characters in there. And that's one I I would definitely go for. Um, And I'm, listen, like I said, I'm, I'm not glad to say this, but I, I for a while the Polar Express has really just gotten under my skin. And <laughs> well, you've got a thing for that one. I just oh don't like God. that movie. I really don't, and I, 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 now, I don't. I've I've tried to watch it several times, and I just don't like it. So now here is I'm just getting a couple of. So we'll see if I get a reaction out of you. The Holiday. Did you ever see that with Jack Black? And um, no, I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, gee, that's such a cute film. Okay, um, it's a really, it's kind of a fun, it's kind of a fun movie, and it has Cameron Diaz is in it, and it's a kind of a neat little twist to the story. I believe that might have been actor Eli Wallach's last film, okay. and it's just a cute, charming story. Huh. It just okay. It's one of these things that's not, it's not a holiday film, but it takes place during the holiday. And there's a there's an A story and a B story and it's a lot of fun, and I really enjoy that. They again they don't run that very much. A nightmare, a nightmare before Christmas, sure. kind of an inventive film. I think that that deserves uh, mention. I mean, there's I, a... I feel like that's one of those 
<clears throat> you know it's a good movie. You know it's different. You know it's unique. But I don't know that I really enjoy sitting there watching it from beginning to end. I appreciate yeah. the artistry of it and how different and unique it is. I don't know that I get great enjoyment watching it. So that's why I'm kind of mixed on that one. Yeah. Um, I just recently saw The Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and um, I've seen bits and pieces. I haven't Henry's actually seen it. Yeah. yeah. Again, that's a that's kind of a little different. It's fun. It's kind of a different story. It just the holiday is 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 just the time period. Sure. Uh, but it's just kind of a fun. It's kind of a fun story. I mean, there's just so many. There's so many films. There really are. There there really aren't to sift through and find the, the good ones. And honestly, for the most part, the really great ones do survive and they do soldier on. Every now and then you do find one that people kind of rediscover, like a Christmas story that was kind of nothing for years and then went to cable and then suddenly becomes a huge hit. Uh, I love the, I love a Christmas, I love, I love a Christmas Carol, the 1951 version that, that, and then the 19, 1938 version, both are, I think. Are I really, really do watching. like the, yeah, the, the 38 one, the, the older yeah. one. I really enjoy that one. And that's a, that's that really a great is, one. It really is. Uh, and the 51 is very good too. Um, you know, you know what it proves? It proves that a great story is sometimes all you need because how many times has that story been made? And usually whether it's Bill Murray and Scrooge or uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, how many times they make that story and it still plays pretty well because it's a great story. It is a great and, story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know proves. if I feel this. I don't. I don't know if I feel the same way about the Grinch, because there's been some different ones. Yes. So I, I don't. Yeah. I mean, there's the 2018, the Grinch, and I, which was okay. I, the animated one was okay. So was yeah, it was. So it was. It was just okay. Yeah, I agree with you. So I'm not a huge fan of the Jim Carrey one either. Right? Yeah. Once again, I, my kids like it. I, I watch it and I'm like, eh. I know they they love the Grinch, the character of the Grinch, so they'll sit through anything with the Grinch in it. But yeah, yeah, I I don't. Once again, I don't think that's a great film. I don't. I really don't. Yeah, kind of with you on that. Honestly, I have to say. Uh, so now I don't know. I kind of want to see bad. I kind of want to see bad Santa to wrap the year up with. <laughs> I would agree. It's a really great way to just kind of end the year on something completely inappropriate. Hopefully, um, there are no kids listening to the uh, podcast. <laughs> I I think we're safe there. Uh, so this was this was neat, kind of looking at some of the holiday films. Some of them were obvious picks. Some of them are, are are nice that they're not so obvious, and that we're looking for some different things. And I and I like that. I like that they're showing some of these older films that just get lost, and now we can kind of re-see them again, reevaluate them, and realize there's some pretty fun, you know, good movies out there. And for those of you Jackie Vernon fans out there. I want to see a performance of his. He'll, he's Frosty the Snowman. Jackie Vernon. Hi, kids. <laughs> I'm Frosty the Snowman. Now, that's I... a hard sell for me, but I do know somebody out there that absolutely loves that film, and they'll probably be pretty upset that I'm uh, dumping on that film. But again, I think if you're, a... over, like, if you're over <laughs> four years old, I think it's a tough movie to watch. I, <laughs> I appreciate it for what it is, but... 
I am just glad that no one in my house has to watch that anymore. Uh, well, yeah, that's we probably have... not going to. Yeah, that wouldn't happen in your house. And I know that that sounds sacrilegious because people love that film. You can't even talk any crap on Frosty, but oof. <laughs> that chip <laughs> sailed many years ago for me. Uh, so yeah, this was fun. Thank you so much. It was fun. Yes, sir. Well, for your, for your picks, once again, uh, we are brothers on the phone talking movies. We're talking holiday movies. And uh, check us out uh, on our Facebook page, and we'll continue to do these podcasts as long as we can keep seeing movies. Exactly. Happy, happy holidays and a happy new year to everyone. Yes. Right back at you. Ditto there. All right. Good night. Thank you, sir. Good night.